At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hey, Mike. Hey, John. All right. So, hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I have my friend Mike Perkins Jr. with me. Say hello to everyone, Mike. Hello, everyone. And this is actually part two of our season four review of The Sopranos. And this is actually going to be our last, this is actually going to be our last uh, episode that we're going to be, well, our last last segment for season four that we're going to be doing so i'm actually excited that we're actually ending this on a good note and everything with season four it's been a great ride as far as season four goes but we still have other seasons that we need to cover like three more seasons right so i'm actually excited to get into that and let's see here this is actually going to be our mafia talks monday episode so i hope everyone enjoys this so the last time that we talked we talked about ralphie dying where Tony winds up whacking him for a pie, oh my. Mm-hmm. But there was some other stuff that actually happened in that episode of whoever did this was the name of the episode. It was episode nine. And Ralphie actually prank calls Polly's mom because Ralphie figured out that it was Polly Jr. that told the Jenny Sack joke. Uncle Jr. also falls seven, seven flights of stairs after being hit in the head with a boomer and might have to sign a, uh, and signs a, and also shows signs of Alzheimer's. Right, right. And then Ralphie's son gets, uh, gets um, an arrow in his eye. Oh yeah! I re- oh god, I forgot about that. Yep, that's right. Yep. Oh, yeah. uh, while playing with the son, Tony yeah. suspects that Ralphie burned down the stable that belongs to Piomai, and then that's when Tony winds up killing Ralphie, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much where we left off at. Right. So there was like some stuff that I wanted to catch up catch up on that happened prior to well, the, Ralphie the, getting whacked. The thing I think we should talk about is the prank call to Paulie's mom. <laughs> oh yeah, the gerbil in the gerbil in his ass. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. And if 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 you remember uh, correctly, I believe during that time, I think it was Richard Greer, or I think it was Richard Gear, or something like that, that uh, actually had that really happen to him. Something that, I believe there, it was. There was rumors going around. I, I I can't say that it actually happened to the guy, but I'm I'm saying like there was rumors going around that uh, is it Richard Gear? I think his name is. I think it was Richard yeah, Gear that actually uh, had the trouble up his ass. Yeah, from like Pretty Woman or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it was just funny that they, they threw that in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that was kind of what was going on at that time, you know? <laughs> yeah. What happens is Ralphie actually pretends that he's actually a cop yeah. who's calling um, Polly's mom yep. who winds up saying that, Hey, do you have a Peter Paul that, um, do you have a son named Peter Paul? Because he's over here at our hospital because he has a dribble up his ass <laughs> about seven feet in his ass, actually. <laughs> And then yeah, Polly's mom's like, oh, my Lord, uh, let me go. Do you have Blue Cross? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we accept Blue Cross. And he goes, oh, my Lord, let me, let me go on hand and make out a check. <laughs> poor, poor Polly's mom, man. She's, just, she's trying to sleep. She's so gullible. She gets, she gets a phone call like that. Can you imagine? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not only that, but um, we also have to deal with the fact, too, that Paulie is also talking to Johnny as well. Yeah. And so now that he knows that Johnny is not actually on his side to begin with, right. just because he called him a few times in prison and stuff like that, and he was giving uh, hints to Johnny doesn't mean that he was actually going to join the New York gang mm-hmm. or whatever that, that the New York family right. that Johnny has. Right. So and see, basically that, he had, a, and that, that's, oh. that's the thing about Paulie, man. It's like, even though he is probably one of Tony's most loyal and and uh, just ready to do whatever for the family, but he will play both sides of the fence, whatever's best for him. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, he, he will do that. But wh- whoever he decides to be with, he is very loyal. You know what I mean? And and he will do whatever he has to do. But he's just he is at the end of the day, he is all about himself. <laughs> right? Know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've seen that too. Whenever, especially whenever he winds up getting the uh, painting from Piomai, yeah. whenever Tony just throws it out after the fact that the horse got killed and doesn't want any type of uh, anything to do with the horse or anything like that yeah. at that point, right? Because of Piomai dying, and the next thing you know, Polly winds up taking the uh, painting and then puts Tony in the painting yeah. as Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tony. But, Tony didn't know how to take that. <laughs> no, he didn't. He definitely didn't. But you know, I think, thing I I think mention... more more than anything with that painting, I think Tony just thought it was fucking weird, just like everybody else did that watched that episode. <laughs> I think so too. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just what? It's you dressed up as Napoleon. Because <laughs> it's a fucking piece of art. <laughs> oh my folly! Uh, but it also not... sends a bad. Me- but it also sends a bad message in a way because it makes him feel like that he's actually Napoleon. Yeah, like he's got that complex. <laughs> right, that short man syndrome. Yeah. So I can definitely s- to say that uh, that's probably why Tony was also pissed off. Yeah, yeah, because it was more that. of an insult. I can see that. I can see that. And and really, uh, Paulie's intentions was was not to offend anyone. <laughs> you know, he just, right. He thought it was cool. <laughs> right. He thought it was a nice painting. Yeah. He just wanted to go ahead and show some appreciation to Tony. That's it. But let me just go on ahead and talk about uh, the stuff with Paulie and uh, Johnny Sack for a minute. Sure. Okay. So you remember when I was saying that he was he's been in cahoots with Johnny Sack from the time that he got in uh, prison. Mm-hmm. So another thing, too, that I want to bring up is the fact that, OK, once he saw that he couldn't get in with the New York uh, family, he knew that he had to kick up the T somehow. He knew he had to kick up the Tony. Right. So what does he do? He winds up whacking his mother's friend who was actually in the nursing home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the money. Yes, he choked did. His mother served to death. Yep. Yes, he did. He definitely did that. <laughs> <laughs> He really didn't want to kill the old lady. He was trying to do it while, you know, while she was, I think she was sleeping or, or I can't remember exactly, but I know she ended up catching him. And that's why he had to do what he had to do. Cause he was trying to take her money, you know, from, under, I think it was under the mattress or something. Right. Right. It was yeah. underneath the mattress. Yeah. Um, another thing that I actually want to talk about is the corrupt mayor, the one that uh, Tony ended up doing a business deal with mm-hmm. for the, pro- for the projects. Mm-hmm. Um, remember there was a scene with the she lights where it was like, Oh girl, oh, that song girl. was playing yep. in the background. Yep. I'd be in okay. trouble if you left me now. Yep. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. So this is me just going off the cuff from listening to that. It plays again when Tony is going back over to Zoneman's house. Yeah. And he beats he, and he beats his ass for fucking with that girl, right? Right. But yeah. if you look at the lyrics mm-hmm. to that song. Oh, girl, you let me, if you uh, just let me know. Yeah. 
I'll be in trouble if you let me go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much Tony being obsessed with her. It's like, okay, I can't be with her. No one else can. Right. Right. And that also, too, is Tony's own fault on what happens at the ending of the season. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't for him going over to his house, she probably wouldn't have called. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to get that in and, a few And minutes. see, Tony's the type of person that he he is infatuated with people that love him. He wants to be loved and he wants to... But then he doesn't want to show that person, you know, um, any kind of affection or whatever. But as soon as they take that away, as soon as they're like, you know, I don't want to fuck with you anymore, then then he wants to come running back. You know what I mean? Right. That's like, his, exactly. you know, that's one of his uh, things that he just goes through through the whole show, really. Right. And then also to banging uh, the cousin. The cousin. With one, the, the one, one leg. The one leg. And, you yep. know, in, in a weird way, man. It's kind of hot, right? Right. In a, in a certain aspect, it's kind of hot, but it's also kind of weird at the same it's, time. It's definitely weird, but at the same time, I remember it's like, yeah, I don't know. She's It's weird, but I think I would try to do that, too. <laughs> but with my luck, though, I'll be looking, trying to look for another leg to hold up. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's just so used. It's, it's uh, what's that word I'm looking for? It's just something that you're actually used for. Uh, used to, yeah, you know, uh-huh. and it's like, okay, can we you put on your other leg so this won't actually feel weird? You're like, I need, but, yeah. I need to be symmetrical here. I need, I need something. Right. Uh, <laughs> I need something else from you. She's like, what's the problem? You're like, you're missing a fucking leg. <laughs> you're like, I can't concentrate. Jesus Christ. Right. Right. You're like, oh okay. shit, the nub touched me. Oh god. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because your whole entire perspective is actually thrown to the curve, yeah. especially whenever you're dealing with that kind of situation uh, where someone only has like one leg. Yeah, yeah. I, I would probably be like, I can't do this. I'm done. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's see here. In episode 10, this is actually where Christopher's addiction winds up becoming worse. Uh-huh. This is actually called the strong silent type. Oh, yeah. Christopher, this is the scene that you and I our ass off at oh every time. God, it's the best. But, it's so funny. But we shouldn't be. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and this is also the most controversial thing in the episode, aside from uh, Ralphie killing the stripper yeah. on season three. Mm-hmm. But anyways, as we can see, also too, I want to actually point out something real quick. In episode nine, mm-hmm. I believe, or one of the other episodes, uh, no, no, no. This is actually in the same episode. I'm sorry. But in episode in this episode, too, Christopher also winds up getting jumped by a couple of uh, heroin dealers as mm-hmm. well. But Christopher is high on heroin, and Adriana's dog is asleep on, on the Wait, ground. Wait, uh, not to stop you, but uh, can you refresh my mind on the being jumped? I don't remember him being jumped. I can't remember that for whatever reason. Yeah, I'll get to that sure. in a few minutes after okay. this, because Chris winds up getting pissed off at, at Adriana. Yeah. Because, um, because of the fact that she wouldn't uh, give him any money or anything like that, I forgot what it was about. But okay, so Christopher is high on heroin, and Adriana's dog is asleep on the couch. And Chris gets up for a minute, and then he winds up sitting on, uh, on the dog. And then when Adriana comes in, she's calling for Corsette, which is right. the dog's uh-huh. name. And all of a sudden, she looks. And the dog's legs are hanging out of Chris's butt. <laughs> and so, anyways, Chris is like, oh, she goes, Christopher, what did you do? She goes, what, what are you talking about? I didn't do nothing. And he goes, Corsette. Oh, she must have uh, went underneath there for <laughs> Just the way he says the delivery of the wine, you can't help but laugh. And I certainly was like, Chris, even if she wanted to get him there for warmth, her flip, her head would not fit underneath your legs. Fucking, yeah, you're skinny, but... Her. <laughs> and all he could say was, oh, I guess she was trying to get under me for warmth. <laughs> right. And that's all he could say. That's all he yeah, could say. that's and too then, funny, man. <laughs> and then, of course, Adriana gets pissed off at him. And next thing you know, it he gets pissed off at her, calls her a fucking mm-hmm. whore, and then he winds up storming out of the house. And then that's, of course, whenever he wants to try and use, he doesn't have 
any heroin on him. <laughs> so he goes on ahead and goes into this bad neighborhood. Oh, that's right. That caused it because, yeah, yeah, because she, he couldn't get no money from her. That's right. Right. And this, and this also is where Paulie is actually waiting for the stolen flat screen TVs because during that time and uh, around that time, flat, t- flat screen TVs was a thing of the oh, future. Yeah. yeah. So they were waiting on the TVs. Remember, they were calling him. Goes Chris and Silvio was like, "Christopher, we're waiting out here on the loading dock. We still don't see yep. you. Where are you?" And then that's when you see another scene with uh, Christopher, where he winds up getting jumped. And then, of course, that's when his phone gets uh, taken out out of the car. They check his car, and then, of course. The guy, there was actually a guy who's actually high on heroin, anyways, that brings him back over to Adriana's house. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. He's actually wearing the same jacket that Tony had from season three with the jacket that Richie gave him. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's actually wearing that same oh, jacket. Oh, no shit. Okay. So I'm wondering if, like, Christopher gave it to him or something. I don't know how he got the yeah, jacket. Like, <laughs> but either way, it's, it, it somehow showed up. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, you know, and then he's like, um, can I have some money? Mm-hmm. And Adrian goes, for what? For taking care of him, you know? And then Christopher only knew him for, like, five minutes. He goes, oh, he's good people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, good pe- he's good people, you know? <laughs> He, he took care of me. I'm like, <laughs> I keep thinking of that. You know, he was just trying to get warmth. <laughs> right. That 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 whole entire that line just makes funny, me laugh every just, single time. It's and he doesn't mean it in any kind of malicious way. He's just like really like, oh shit, yeah. He was just trying to get. Warmth. He's just really spiced. <laughs> well, if you actually look at it though, he's really spiced he's out, out. He's out you of can it. Definitely yeah, he's out. totally out of it. He was nodding out from the heroin, you know. Hmm. <laughs> Then also, too, this is also where we get um, the whole entire deal where they have the uh, sit down with Christopher. Oh, my God. He, they I sober love this. up. Yeah, I love that whole. With the AA? With the yeah, AA? That yeah. scene is fantastic. It's so funny. It really is. And that's where, you know, it, little pieces like this is what shows you the dark side, the dark humor of it, you know? And uh, like, like we had talked about several episodes back about how it. Uh, it originally started off as it was supposed to be a dark comedy, you know, and it just kind of morphed into this thing of, of what it is, but it still shows, you know, it's dark side of the, the humor, you know what I mean? Which definitely, is beautiful. Most definitely. Beautiful. I love the writing in it. David Chase definitely does a good oh job God, of his writing, but not only that, um, Christopher, uh, matter of fact, Michael and Paroli wrote a couple of episodes. He wrote the Christopher Columbus mm-hmm. one named Christopher. Mm-hmm. He wrote that one. So, and then he even wrote the one about uh, Ralphie getting uh, the vibrator stuck up his ass, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. He actually wrote no that shit. one. shit. Yeah, and then, get this, Steve actually asked him on the on their podcast, he goes, so, has anyone ever stuck a vibrator up your ass? <laughs> what, did he, what did he say? <laughs> and Chris goes, he goes, what the fuck? And Michael says, what the fuck? I'm calling him Chris, but... Michael turns around and says, what the fuck? Just because I wrote it does not mean the shit happens to me. <laughs> this was like the other time that he asked him about, uh, so did you ever have to shoot up heroin to get in, uh, into character? <laughs> <laughs> Michael goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> That's too funny. That's too funny. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Steve's always busting his balls on the on the thing. Yeah, I have too. to watch that. And show, I always forget to watch it. And I, I just uh, I, I need to put a reminder <clears> up to, for me to watch it because it's. I, I've heard so many good things about it. It's good, but at the same time, Steve can be uh, uh, pretty much a douchebag towards Michael, especially on his beliefs, because he's actually a Buddhist. Oh, is he? I didn't know that. Okay, so he breaks. Yeah, his balls Michael's that. a Buddhist. Yeah. He he. Well, get this. He goes like Christopher on like not Christopher, yeah. but Michael on like the last episode. He's like, "Oh my god!" He goes, "There you go. You said it. You how do you you said oh my god?" He goes, "It's an expression." He goes, "Yeah, but you don't believe in God." He goes, "It's an expression. It doesn't matter." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> He's then, breaking his balls, poor guy. <laughs> and then Steve also 
uh, winded up paying the priest to finish his service early. Oh, really? For what? Yeah. So the way he can leave. So the way Steve and his family can oh, leave. Okay. <laughs> and then I was thinking, nowhere, I, was thinking goes, Steve, I was thinking the, uh, the Bobby, you know, from the show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's him. So I was, yeah. I was thinking that you were that's talking him. about the show, not in real life. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Steve, Steve was bribing the yeah. priest. He said, uh, he said, hey, father, come here for a minute. He goes, what's going on, Steve? He goes, father. Uh, I'm trying to go somewhere with my family and everything, so can we go on ahead and rush? You know, can you end it a couple of minutes early? He gives him like fifty. He gives him like fifty. He gives him. He gives him a small all, fifty. Right. So the priest out of nowhere said, "Hey, Steve, how am I doing for time?" Rats him out there in front of his no family. Shit, he puts him on blast. Right. That's funny. So that's just a little behind the scenes yeah. stuff that I I, I listen yeah. to with the Talking Sopranos podcast, <laughs> but you know that's just like some little small things that I like to talk about oh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny shit. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, anyways, back to the whole entire scene, the stuff with Adriana and the dog and all uh, everything and else. Now they they, they so, set up an intervention in there. Yeah, they set up an intervention. They wait until Christopher's actually sobered up. And then that's when the shit goes right. down. That's when uh, first it starts with Silvio talking to Chris. Because yep. your head was in the fucking <laughs> toilet. Your hair was a, it was in disgrace. <laughs> I'm like, his hair's not even that long to begin with. So Silvio's <laughs> basically, the, the, the way they're doing it is they're supposed to set up like a, you know, like how has this affected you, you know, type thing. And Silvio's just just right. looking at it like you look disgusting. You know what I'm saying? Like it's... <laughs> right. Instead of and then Polly, yeah. and then Polly winds up saying something to him. I forgot what Polly right. says. And then he goes, "Oh, you, of all people." He goes, "He goes, you fuck every single whore that's in town." <laughs> and then, and then he says that when he says nothing. that, everybody goes, "Oh." <laughs> oh, Chris, we're not talking. Christy, we're not talking about him. We're talking about you. And then he's Chris goes, Oh, okay. Let's talk about you for a minute, Silvio. Fucking every single stripper that walks inside the strip joint. <laughs> and then if you think about it, though, it's kind of like a country western type of thing that Christopher is actually doing while he's in AA. Yeah. Just going balls to the wall. Just don't oh, care. Yeah. This is actually, and he even goes, Okay. Let's talk about you for a minute, Polly. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't even been here. Uh, what about that time inside uh, the snow and everything when we when we got oh, yeah. lost? <laughs> and everything. Help me, help me, uh, Chris. Help I me. I can't feel. I lost my feet. <laughs> and then Polly winds up saying, "You're out fucking out of line, kid." <laughs> And then that's actually exactly what Tony was actually afraid of, though, was like someone that's actually a junkie that would actually oh, rat yeah, them out. Yeah. That was a, that's a big. Concern. So that's yeah. what I got out of that context. Right. Though, that too. was a big concern for everybody, for everybody. You know, you know. Right. But here's the thing. He's admitting it in the open to the NAA. Yeah. And, you know, and he's ratting everybody out. Imagine if he was in the FBI and that oh, was actually yeah, happening. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, that makes your, uh, your, your wheels spin in your head. You know, you're like, wait a minute, man. If he's folding right now over the, on this, uh, what's going to happen when some real shit pops off? You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. That's, a, that's definitely a concern, for sure. And then Carmela also brings AJ over to Furious House, Furio's mm-hmm. house. Yeah. And he get And remember that scene, though? Because remember, Furio... Only was gonna, he didn't get anything for Carmella mm-hmm. at all. It was just for AJ and of course yep. for Meadow. It was nothing for Carmella because of his feelings for Carmella, and he knew that the only way to be with her is to actually kill right. Tony. Right. So he knew that was a mm-hmm. big no no. So he winds up giving uh, Carmella, of course, you know, some, let's see here, he winds up giving her some mm-hmm. vinegar. Some homemade vinegar from Italy, which is not as, it's like, okay. It's like, I went to the Arizona, it's like, I went down to the Rocky Mountains. What did you get? I got yeah. this rock. Yeah. So, 
What <laughs> can you do with it? I can throw it at people, but that's yeah. what I can do. But nah. And then, uh, of course, Tony is also making a move on his Russian girlfriend's cousin at that time. That's also what we talked about with the uh, with yeah, the cousin. With the, with the and then, nub. of course, <laughs> right. And then, of course, who else comes in? The person who's actually supposed to be cleaning up the house that was actually related to both of the Russians. Mm-hmm. And she winds up ratting yep. him out. Well, he rat- she rats him out over to the ex-girlfriend. Right. right. So it, it's definitely not a good day Fox, for Tony. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Not at all. So in episode 11, Calling Out Cars, uh, this is actually a dream sequence that opens up with Tony. <laughs> And how did this? I this can't is where remember how this dream sequence started with the on this episode. Okay, this is actually where Carmela's driving the car. Ralphie's in the front passenger side. Gloria's in the back seat, and Gloria is actually the ex girlfriend from season three, where she winds up paying herself. And then Tony's ex Russian girlfriend's cousin Sabatine is actually Sabatina is actually in the front next to mm-hmm. Carmela. Yeah. So. In a way, well, actually, Ralphie's in the front seat. Valentina's in the back with, um, with Tony, and so is Gloria. So, this is kind of foreshadowing, though, if you actually think about it, of what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I'm thinking that the dream sequence is about everything coming together, the secrets coming out about the people he's with. Oh yeah, with. yep. It's all coming out, and the guilty yep. conscience mm-hmm. that. It, Right, and the guilty conscience about killing Ralphie because yep. of the horse, but that's not that doesn't get told, but the other stuff does. So I think that's a little yeah, foreshadowing yeah, for sure, definitely. That's what they were hitting at. And then Bobby is still having problems getting over Karen. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then Janice is yep. Janice is trying to slide in there with him. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know that's that's another thing I want to talk about is Janice. She winds up kicking Ralphie out, and then remember she told the psychiatrist that you know Bobby is not like her other uh, brother's friends or anything like that. He Bobby is different, and he, he is, is different. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he's not selfish or he's, anything he's like much, that. He's much all more about sensitive and, and family oriented. You know, yeah, right. And it's totally different from mobster oh, yeah. life if you actually sure. think about Definitely. it. Definitely, but but he's a good mobster. He's a good, he, you know what I mean. He's good at what right. he does. He's just not. He's not as violent. That's all. You know, he's more uh, right. He's just he's more of a family guy. You know, but but he is still good at his job. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. And then of course, you know, Bobby winds up being depressed about Karen. He winds up bringing a cake over to Karen's grave. Yep. And burying in it mm-hmm. with Karen. And remember, his daughter actually saw the cake in the back of his seat. Yeah. Yep. And everything, and tells mm-hmm. Janice about it. But if you actually think about it, Janice, is one of those people that just goes with just about anybody as long as she can get exactly. something out of it. Yeah. Her biggest thing is she, yeah, she wants to get something. Whatever, whatever she's going through, like uh, you know, if when she was in her hippie stage and shit, she wanted to be with uh, with uh. Richie and Ralphie and all that shit. And right. now she's wanting to settle down and be more of a housewife. And and, and, and who's right. perfect for that? Bobby, you know? So it has to fit right. what she's going through. It has to. And uh, and she's right. that's, that's what she's going through right now. So that's what she wants. And she will do anything to have it. <laughs> you know? Right. But it just pisses me off, though, about how she talks to <laughs> oh my Bobby, God, yeah. though, especially when he's mourning yes. his wife. For sure. Because... She tells she commands him to go see Uncle right. Junior. After Carmela also had that. Remember, we talked about this before, but this is like a little small recap mm-hmm. as well. But <clears throat> Carmela was more sensitive to, uh, to Bobby's feelings than what, um, than what his yeah. sister was. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. So. You know, and then of course Johnny is also Johnny Sack is also putting pressure on Tony's real estate business. This is what he did mm-hmm. with Zellman. Polly continues to talk to Johnny Sack about Tony's business. Johnny tells Polly that Tony might be out, mm-hmm. so that means that he might actually get whacked by uh, his crew. Mm-hmm. 
Tony has a sit down with the New York family where Carmine and Johnny wants 40% of the HUD scam. Tony walks out and counters it with 5.5%. Carmine rejects it. Yep. So that's actually how that's played out. Anything that you want to talk about? Oh, I do want to just go back to, to Bobby for just for just for a second. It's you know not nothing okay. wrong or anything, but I do want to, you know, just stress mm-hmm. that I feel like Bobby gets fucked the whole time he's in the show. I mean, just everything, man. And he's honestly, like I said, he's a good guy. And it's like, he's just not, he's not the typical mobster. And he just, he never gets what he deserves. You know what I'm saying? Like he deserves so much more. No. In the show. And a lot of people, man, like when you talk, you just, you know, have a random discussion with somebody about the Sopranos, you know, Bobby's never really talked about. He's never really even thought about, but he was a crucial part to the show. And he just constantly got shit on, man. Constantly, you know. And he even, even though right. he doesn't know, I, I'm, I'm skipping forward a little bit, but I mean, uh, he, you know, he doesn't kill anybody until the last season. You know, I mean, how can you right. be in the mob and 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 do the things that you're doing and and never have killed someone? Usually, in order to just to get into the mob, you have to make your bones, which is kill someone. You know what I mean? Just to get right, it. which is exactly. what Christopher did. So it's like, but Bobby was able to 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 bypass all that shit and still be a made guy and even reach fucking capo level. That is unheard of. It's amazing, and he still got shit on. You know, that's just crazy. Right. I think it had. A, I think it's nepotism mm-hmm. in a sense because he's also taking care of uh, Uncle Junior yeah, as well. Yeah. So Tony actually well, respected yeah, him huge, for doing yeah. that. That's that's a big thing too. Yeah. So that's why he got bumped <laughs> up a little bit, but also too at the same time, Christopher also got bumped yeah. up. Yep. As well, remember in season four, he also gets bumped up, and that's also the whole thing with the floor tiles and things like that. And Silvio didn't like the idea of Christopher yeah. being bumped up either, while Polly was and actually you know, in jail. And, and the thing about Chris, even though Chris is my favorite character, I love Chris. Um, but the thing with him is. Even though it looks like Tony's harder on him sometimes and it looks like, you know, shit's not going good for Chris, honestly, things are pretty good for Chris because if it was anyone else who was addicted to heroin and do the, did the shit that Chris did, Chris, he, he would have been whacked. But because because right. he's Tony's family, like he's actually related to t- uh, Tony and Carmella, Carmella, he's yeah, right, it's on Carmella's right, side. But, yeah. he, you know, Tony, Tony That's looks cousin. at him like a cousin, you know. So it's, you know, it's, it's just Chris gets a lot of, uh, a, a lot of leeway, you know, for right. sure. And it, it, but if he, like I said, if he wasn't related, if he was just some random guy, he wouldn't have made it as far as he did, you know, for sure. Definitely. You know, definitely not. Also too, um, with episode 12, with Eloise is the name of the, uh, episode. This is of course where Christopher is also getting out of rehab as well mm-hmm. in this episode. Because remember, in episode 13, he's actually out of yeah. rehab. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so this is actually where Uncle Junior's trial is still ongoing. Uh, the camera angles over to the jurors that Bobby pressures. Because don't forget, Bobby also put pressure on the oh, jury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you know, I'm glad that they actually did, made Bobby the enforcer on that part. Because, like I said before, back whenever they sent... Uh, what's what's that other dude? That the guy that actually sells the uh, jackets and stuff like that. Oh man, uh, Patsy. Patsy, Patsy, yeah, Patsy. Because remember, they they sent Patsy over to threaten Gloria. Yes. Yeah, they did. And so he didn't really be scre- he wasn't screaming. He wasn't doing anything, but. He, on this same level, Bobby's on that same level with as he right. as Patsy was, right. because whenever he goes over to the juror and goes, "Look, so you're on the jury, huh?" He was just making small right. talk in the bar, mm-hmm. basically. And I'm mm-hmm. just paraphrasing, but basically he winds up saying, "So you're on the jury, huh?" So I'll tell you what, I might as well just go on ahead, put a bullet in my head, put a bullet on my chest, and be mm-hmm. done with it. So that was just code for, for basically, yeah, yeah. Don't don't, don't fuck us over. <laughs> yeah, right. It's saying if not, I'm gonna yep. shoot you in the head. Then I'm gonna shoot you in the mm-hmm. in the chest. Oh yeah. 
And they're known for that, though, too. Even though you shot them, shoot them in the uh, head, they'll still shoot you in the uh, chest just to make a me- get That's a message right. across. So, and, and, okay. So this and, is actually was, one of my... Uh, I'm sorry, on? but that, that was also just to, you know, just to show how good of a role Bobby really plays. You know? I mean, it's just... Right. I mean, he didn't have to go in there violent and yelling and demanding things. He just went in there real smooth, calm and collected and, and did his thing, you know. And But nobody, unfortunately, nobody really recognizes that with Bobby. And it just it, no. that used to really get to me, man, when I was watching. I was always pulled for Bobby. I always did. The only thing I have to say that Bobby did that was kind of stupid was whenever he was off his guard buying a uh, yeah. a train yeah, train cart. Uh, yeah. As things were happening, going down, he should have been, you know, looking out a little better, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, right. Especially whenever he knew that people were go- gunning that's for right. the family. Yeah. But, but that's the that's the only thing I have yeah. against him. But also, too, during that last season, Tony also had respect yes, for Bobby. Finally, finally. by then, yeah. finally. But we'll talk about we'll catch up on that. And everything too, because there's a lot to go oh, into yeah, on that sure. one. Sure, that that might take two uh, two episodes to cover that as well. <laughs> That's okay. We'll oh, yeah, cover it. Sure. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, so this is actually uh, episode Eloise. Like I said, Uncle Junior's on trial. He's still ongoing. Camera pans angles over to the jurors that Bobby pressured. Furio comes in the house talking about his house. AJ talks about. His book report. Okay, this is actually happening in the Soprano home yeah. right now. Furio comes in the house talking about his house, how he loves his house. It's outstanding. He cannot wait to decorate it and everything. And AJ talks about his book report. Tony wants to plan a trip with Carmela. She doesn't want to go. Furio feels awkward. And when Tony is talking about Carmela... You can tell he's mad at Tony for talking about Carmella in that way because even in the car he says, "What a what a selfish mm-hmm. bitch." Oh yeah, and is. and the the look on Furio's face is like you know disgust, like he wants to he wants to hurt Tony when he's saying this shit. Mm-hmm. Right, because you can definitely tell he also felt awkward though in that kitchen. Uh, yeah. He's like, "Okay, I just yeah. came to pick you <laughs> yeah, up." <for> sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I love Furio's character. Furio is actually one of my mm. favorite characters from that, aside oh, yeah. from Christopher. But, you know, you can definitely tell that he had a lot more respect for Carmella than what Tony did. He would have been good for AJ. He would have been good for uh, Meadow oh, yeah. as well. He would have been... I think that they would both would have respected him more oh, yeah. than what Tony... Uh, than what they give the Tony. his wife that is off limits. <laughs> right. Right. Even his uh, dad or someone winds up, winded up or a grandfather. I think it was, I think it was his him, godfather. It was his, uh, his, you know, his, yeah, his godfather, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was his godfather. He said, there's one or two things that you can do. Number one, you can choose to ignore it, which I advise you to do. Or number two, you go on ahead and you yep. have to kill him. Uh, which would not be a wise decision. <laughs> that would have started no. a war. Yeah. And even... And he also asked uh, Furio if he's even yeah, fucking her yeah. now, too. And Furio said no. <laughs> Thank God for so, that. So, <laughs> right. You can tell the sign of relief that the Godfather actually had. He's like, okay, thank God. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> so, you know, then after that, Carmine is still wanting a piece of the HUD business. And, of course, they wind up coming to an agreement. And everything. Finally, they come to an right, agreement. Right. And then Furio tries to push Tony into the helicopter blades. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I think I believe Tony. Tony <laughs> because drunk, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna set up the scene. Okay, this is actually happening in a casino, the same casino that remember in the a couple of episodes back with the Indian beef yes. that they actually had, and Christopher in the episode Chris, Christopher. So. Anyways, basically what happens is the hotel manager winds up telling them that they actually have a helicopter. And they can actually fly them back over to New Jersey. So, you know, you can definitely tell the manager, well, whoever winded up squeaking to the manager about it, which was the girl. Because remember, the girl said that. And then the manager was like hesitant about it. He goes, look, I understand that... um, 
Because, look, I understand, but they're from Jersey. And not only that, but they're going to pay really good. I think Tony and them wanted up spending about four or five oh, yeah. grand between oh, yeah. all of them. So that's also another thing, though, too, that I want to mention is the fact of how wasteful he was towards oh, his money. Wow. Yeah, he kept an abort birth feeder and everything, but that painting alone, a pile mine, was expensive oh, as hell. Yeah, he just uh, it was what twenty G's oh, or yeah. forty G's, something, something like, like that. that. It's crazy. I mean, he was just pissing his money away, man. Right, and some of it had to do with recession, but a lot of it had to do with his own spending habits, oh, yeah. though, too. He wasn't the wisest person when it Shit, came down man. to it. Honestly, he wasn't the wisest wisest per- person in a lot of things that he did, man. I mean, he was just he was really. Uh, no just i mean he was wild you know with, with with everything he did but i mean but he did it in a way that was that was good for him you know what i mean like it, it, it worked out right. like most people just wouldn't be able to do the things that he did he was he was careless a lot of the times with a lot of things you know i think he was thinking too that maybe he can make it up on the next quarter or something and put the money yeah back. yeah that too yeah because because even with the home entertainment system that he has for his house, which is a big screen movie theater type deal that he yeah. actually has. Yeah. But anyways, uh, back over to uh-huh. Furio. Uh, like I said, they're up on the helicopter pad uh-huh. and there's the propellers. Furio tries to push Tony into the helicopter uh-huh. blades, but instead tells him that he's standing too right. close. Yep. But he was actually, he was picturing, <laughs> he was picturing like pushing them into the blades. You know, but he actually it was kind of, to be honest with you, he was actually yeah. pushing him towards yeah. the blade. He was though, fantasizing yeah. while he was actually he was fantasizing about it, too. But he just I guess he decided like, nah, this wouldn't be good. But he I mean, it would have been the perfect time because Tony was drunk. He could have said he slipped. He fell into the blades and that was it. You know, he could he could have done right. it. it. It probably would have worked, you know. Right. Because think of it. Accidents yeah. happen sure. during that time, sure. you know. Absolutely. And he could have just said, hey, look, I was trying to watch out for Tony. Tony went on ahead and mm. slipped into the blades. His shoes was yep. untied. And that's, and that's it. it. That's that. But at that point and everything, that's also where Furio winds up leaving. And then, of course, Carmella's depressed because he's left. Right. Because he left. Exactly. Yep. And he and didn't, then even, that's and where we go. didn't even say anything. You know what I mean? He just left. You know, he didn't no. say shit to Carmella. Which I don't blame no, him I don't either. Yeah, because either. it was easier to do it that way than to confront sure. her. Even though it might have been kind of a wussy's yeah. way out of it. But for him, you know, it was the easiest way to actually do it because of the fact, number one, with his feelings, getting in the way of how he feels. And then also, too, with Tony. Oh, he would have started a whole well. world of shit if you would have said something, you know? Right. So, yeah, he did. He did right. He did the best thing that he could have done, you know, and just roll out, just go back, you know. Right. Now we're entering into the final episode, which is actually one of my favorite episodes from season mm-hmm. four. It's episode 13, Whitecaps. Mm-hmm. Carmela's at the doctor. Chris is out of rehab. Tony wants to buy a summer home. Arena calls Carmela about him uh, screwing her cousin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Boy, that's set, that Which, set her off, boy. Yes, <laughs> and like, as it should, I think it was the <laughs> right. But I think it's that the thing is she she was okay with it until she was actually until face she was to face with it. With it right? The, yep. mm-hmm. right, exactly. Because it's like okay, he's cheating or whatever. As long as he's not in my house, or as long as it's not in my house or near my kids, I'm perfectly right. fine. Right. But. Now it's come to end the house because number one, AJ was the one who answered the yep. phone. Yep. And then of course that's when, uh, you know, Carmela winds up answering the phone, and Irina go, says, "I'm the one who's been fucking your cut, your aunt, uh, fucking yep. your husband," and and then she winds up saying, "You know the you know the woman with yep. the one Heard leg." Too. He also Heard fucked too. her too. Yep. <laughs> that's how much of a dog. <laughs> so. He is. <laughs> yeah. Then when Tony's coming home, he's running over his golf clubs. He's running over his yep. golf he, ball. He's running over clothes, everything. All the suits. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yep. And then he says, then he's all over there talking about, he goes, 
come on, Con, let me. Uh, he goes, look, this is my house and everything, and I'll leave whenever I want to leave. Yeah. And then he he even goes as far as, you know, laying up in the swimming pool and things like yep. that too. But let me go in and backtrack a little bit. The reason why this show, this episode is actually called Whitecap is because of the fact that they're actually trying to buy a summer house. And, and the name of the place is actually yep. called Whitecaps. So that's that's the whole thing behind it. Yeah. But, you know, they were just looking for a summer home and everything. And then what winds up happening, she, of course, Carmella winds up getting that phone call towards the end of the uh, episode and everything. And then, of course... Johnny, uh, Tony and Johnny works out a deal where 60 40 all future con- uh, construction business. Tony tells Chris that he's going to uh, to whack Carmine for Johnny. Carmela admits to Tony that she has been fa- uh, fantasizing about uh-huh. Furio. And uh, Tony like punches some holes in the wall, and he, I mean, he hits the fuck out of that yeah. wall. I, I remember that. That was that was good, good acting. Yeah. Like, Tony grabs her by the throat and puts her against the wall and puts a hole yeah, in the wall with his fist. That, that looked real. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was really pissed. It yeah, does. Like, that was real passion. And on top... <coughs> did you know what that line was supposed to be, though, instead of fantasizing? Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be... Instead of her saying fantasizing, it was supposed to say masturbating. Oh no shit, huh? No shit. Yeah. Well, that would have been so, even worse, boy. <laughs> if she just said that, good God. Yeah. He tore that whole house up. So <laughs> you thought there was holes yeah, before, right. <laughs> but <laughs> but Tony grabs her by the throat. Like I said, I mean, this is just a bad situation altogether. But Tony's temper and everything else comes into full circle, and then of course, uh, Camilla's actually telling him to get the fuck out of the house right. and everything. And you know. At first, he does. He winds up getting out of the house, and he comes to the realization that he's also the one who wasn't for his money. They wouldn't even have the house right. to begin with. So he decides to come back home and start a bunch of shit with Carmella. He tries to get the gabagoo out of the uh, out of the fridge like yeah. he normally does. Yeah. And Carmella shuts the refrigerator, and he opens it back up. She shuts it again. He opens it back up, <laughs> and he goes, "Goes Carmella." I'm sorry. I was a jerk. Forgive me. And then goes back and opens up. <laughs> He's such a dick. He's so uh, funny. He, funny. He goes, yeah, he goes, I'm an asshole. And then opens up the fridge. Oh, fucking dope. And then uh, you can't help but laugh at that part, especially the way right. he looks at her. <laughs> like, he has that little smirk yeah. on his face. <laughs> and he thinks that it's just going to be forgiven. He's like, ah, she'll forgive me. No, no big deal. It is what it is. <laughs> let me get let, let me just and get then, my gobble uh, mm-hmm. right let me just get my gobble goo a matter of fact he actually takes that with him whenever he finally yeah. moves out of the house he takes oh, all yeah. the cold cuts <laughs> that's, like, what, that's the hell? what Tony really but, loves is the cold cut <laughs> right right but if you there's actually a funny scene between Furio and mm-hmm. Tony though where Furio is actually making spaghetti, right? He's actually cooking it and preserving it and cooking it with, yeah. you know, with heart. Tony is over. Uh, Carmela actually made some Italian food and everything. He's putting yeah. it in the microwave. Yeah. So it goes to show you <laughs> the, the difference, difference right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so. That part always makes me laugh, but especially when I see the two cultures, uh, how oh different God, they yeah. are yeah. from each other. But, you know, um, but then, of course, Tony spends the night over mm-hmm. at White Caps. Brian, the guy that's over it, told him that he can't spend the night again there again because he's he isn't on the right. insurance so he's yet. basically a squatter. Yeah. Right. Tony tells him that he can't and won't purchase White Caps on the account of mm-hmm. the separation. Brian turns around and says, look, here's the thing. You already signed the paperwork yep. for it. So, therefore, you have no choice. He goes, what about the other people that wanted it? He goes, I could go back to them, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to go back to them. Yep. He goes, that's the deal. You're not going to get your deposit back. He goes, and then all of a sudden, Tony's phone rings. He goes, I'm not going to fucking pay right. for it. 
And he goes, it was nice meeting. Uh, he goes, it was nice meeting your wife. Nice to meet you. But I'm not buying your fucking. Uh, yeah, house. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, what? And he goes, another thing too that Brian also tells him is this: is he goes, you could actually work something out with your wife in a couple of months. And what am I? I'm stuck with nothing. Right. Oh, yeah. And everything. But he also gives Tony some good advice, though, that Tony actually uses about the lawyers. Do you remember that? He tells Tony to talk to all the top line lawyers, even though he's not going to try and do anything with the lawyers. Talk to every single one of them, because then it'll be a confront, actually, a conflict of interest because they actually talk to him. It's going to be harder for her to find a lawyer. Uh, the owner also tells him that he has no choice and Alan won't take the deposit back. Carmine wants to settle with uh, uh, to settle which causes a damper in the whacking. Yeah. <laughs> Carmine and Tony splits the differences in 15%. Tony tells Christopher that they are still on for the whacking, but then later on cancels it because it makes him wonder why Johnny wants to put on it, um, wants to uh, end Carmine mm-hmm. so fast. <clears throat> and of course, that's when uh, Christopher goes on ahead and whacks the uh, two gangsters that they were supposed to go ahead and kill uh, yes. Carmine. Yep. But there's also a funny scene that I really love, and I think it's Dean Martin is what uh, is playing over the radio of the Whitecaps place. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, there's actually a scene do you remember, where uh, do you they're remember actually what song out of was or no. It's actually just the uh, Dean Martin just being oh, okay. a comedian and everything, oh, just okay. telling jokes. Okay. Yeah. And you know, he has this big, the one of the big, huge surround sound speakers because remember, AJ said, "Where are they yeah. going with the speaker?" Because it's okay. He goes, "It's okay. They're going to bring it back." So you're wondering why he's taking mm-hmm. the speaker yeah. <laughs> and everything, but he's using the speaker as a way to get uh-huh. his deposit back <laughs> and everything. He's speaking because because remember he even said this. He goes, "Well, I could have uh, parties there. I could yeah. have that going on." And he goes, "If, any, if there's a here that's touched on, touched on me, my lawyers will know about it." He goes, and then Tony's just relaxed and chill. He's like. Man, you have me just that I'm a gangster or something. <laughs> you got me confused, pal. <laughs> right. You acting like I'm mm-hmm. some kind of thug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, at that point, they ha- actually have one of their friends over, and then that's when the yacht comes in. And it's Steve Martin over the radio. Yep, that's right. I do remember that part yeah, now. Yep. I want to say there's actually a line where he said we can do this all night long or something like that to the effect. And so anyways, they go back inside and then all of a sudden they're going to Brian and his wife are about to go ahead and uh, go to sleep. The radio (laughs) uh, starts playing again. He goes, fucking Goomba piece (laughs) of shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And. He goes, I need to call the cops. His wife goes, it wouldn't matter because they'll go in ahead and turn the volume down mm-hmm. as soon as the cops come. He goes, why don't you go ahead and give him back his money? <laughs> now it's, now it's, now it's. And that's actually how. I... Now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but this is also where Tony winds up hugging his uh, kids and everything yeah. too. Telling yeah, them goodbye. Yeah. And everything. And AJ even blames himself for Tony leaving, and yeah, you know it's yeah. just a mess. And then there's also a flashback. Remember with Carmel? Oh, not with Carmela, but with Meadow. I don't. I can't. No, remember? I don't remember that part. It was from season three when she was when he, she was really pissed off at Tony for that whole entire thing with the oh, uh, yeah, 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 the black right. kid yep. that he chose. Yep. yep, that's right. And everything. And she goes, "Is there something to eat uh, in this I... fucking house?" And she just looks yep. straight up at Tony mm-hmm. and then walks off. Then there's a little small nugget of there's a little small piece of meadow where she realizes how much right. of a, a snob she actually brat. was yeah. towards Tony. Yeah. Right. So you can definitely tell that actually had a little bit more strength to her character as the seasons go on where she yeah, actually starts sure. maturing. Definitely. Yeah. With both her and, and AJ, both so, of them for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that. Right. 
Well, AJ was still kind of immature through the all the seasons, yeah, though, if you yeah. actually think about it. <laughs> he got a little better on the last season. Yeah, he did. Like, towards the end, he ended up uh, becoming a lot more successful than yeah, what I thought he was like, going to be. When he met that poor remember, chick, I think that really changed him. That did, because remember, he had a glimpse of what it would be like right, to actually right, be a father. And everything, so that made him grow into a man, but at the same time, also yes. made him depressed. Oh, God did it, and I can't wait to touch on that. <laughs> Me either, because remember, Tony was saying, uh, was saying how he wished that he could actually push, uh, put AJ back into uh, yeah. Carmella's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. That's something you don't want to hear as a kid, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, is there anything else that you want to touch uh, no, on with this I uh, season? Or pretty it... much everything on this season, for sure. Yeah, I'm glad that we actually split this up into two yeah, parts, it... to be honest with you. I for sure, and it, it needed to be done. I mean, there was just so much that happened, man. It was, you know, it, it was crazy. But, uh, yeah, I think we covered it. I think we got it. I think so too. I mean, there might be a few little things here and there that we forgot, but right. hey, that's okay though. I mean, Absolutely. we got the majority we can of it. Always bring something back if we want to. Yeah. So. Right. But I really had to touch on Christopher yeah, sitting on the was, dog. I mean, there's no way much. around that. <laughs> it was just. In the he, AA he meeting just, too. Yeah, he was I had just to talk trying about to get some warmth, man. That's all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. That is too funny. But. Also, too, season five actually is one of my favorite seasons. And plus, this is also where Adriana is actually getting deeper into the FBI. Yes, it gets, yeah, it gets good. I mean, it doesn't get good. It's it's good the whole time, but it it does start to, uh, it gets different. It starts to change for sure uh, with it. It definitely does. The tone starts changing into a lot more darker. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Seasons. I can't wait to touch on it. Me either, man. This okay. this has been fun. Just reviewing these episodes. Another thing, too, guys, is on February first, we're actually going to try and schedule um, for a yes. live show on YouTube for Movie Lovers Unite, and that's actually going to be our review and for the, Casino. Yes, with Joe Pesci. That's yep. uh, one of my top mafia movies. I, I love that movie. Mine too as well, and I'm actually glad that we're actually doing Hell Mafia yeah. Talk Mondays. I just feel like yes, it actually it goes together. Yes, it right. Just like fine wine right. and pizza. So <laughs> and I'm, I'm enjoying every minute. Of it, <laughs> Me too, man. But it's uh, you know what though, man? I'm glad that you're actually feeling better. I was worried about you whenever uh, we were actually going to plan for last week to do this show. I'm just actually glad that you're feeling better and that you don't have oh, the yeah. virus like Thank we you, thought. Man. I appreciate so, that. Yeah, it was uh I was You're pretty welcome. sick, man, for about a week. Uh, it was just, it ended up being a really bad sinus infection. But uh, yeah, I ended up, I had to get checked uh, twice for the coronavirus and uh, it was negative. So that's a good thing. You know, it was just a, you know, sinus infection and everything's Most good. Definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, man. And I have a quick question for you. Where can everybody reach uh, you at? You can get me on uh, MRP Sketches uh, on Facebook and on Instagram. <laughs> All right. And of course, guys, you guys can also go on ahead and follow me on Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. You guys can also follow me on Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Instagram, Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Pinterest. And for all your entertainment needs and wants, we actually have a movie news website. And also, too, if you like movie reviews and TV reviews, we also do that, too. You just go ahead and go to www.movieloversunite.com and you get all your entertainment needs and wants there. Then, of course, you can also follow me on Twitter at John DeGorio8 and also on Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit. Another thing, too, guys, is we're actually doing the shows kind of differently now. Uh, on YouTube, we're actually doing live shows, and they all begin between 7 o'clock Central Time and 8 o'clock Eastern Time and 6 o'clock Pacific Time. But these are all live shows on YouTube, but then they'll convert it over to audio formats on the next day. So if you missed the show live show, you guys can actually catch the live show stuff that we did that that night, the day after. So that's why I've been doing just bringing out the shows and everything during the morning time. So that way everybody can actually enjoy it on the way home or on the way to work or wherever you guys can mute. Matter of fact, you guys can find this podcast wherever podcasts 
you, you get your podcast from. Another thing, too, we also have a place that you can actually react to, where we, you guys can actually watch Frenchie and I react to trailers. This is actually called Neighbors Watching Trailers. You can actually watch that on Movie Lovers Unite as well on our YouTube channel. So check that out. Give us a like. Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have all-access documentary series review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, shoutouts on the main feed as well. And then that also includes our classic... Uh, movie reviews as well and then our $20 a month plan is our VIP movie lover and that also includes bonus episodes classic movie reviews interviews with independent actors actresses directors and comic book writers and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes monthly newsletters free digital movies and shout outs on the main feed as well go ahead subscribe to the patreon we hope that we'll see you there and always until next time guys bye bye